cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to another amazing show today. On 360Biz, we've got a phenomenal lady. We've got a nice show lined up. Thank you for tuning in. I mean, 360Biz is a show that is designed to create a platform for young entrepreneurs, SMMEs, and give them inf- giving, giving them information and connecting them with all the right people. I mean, this is the place to be. I mean, if you're out there, tell a friend to 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 join us. I'm with a lovely lady today. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Bulilani. Um, how are you? I am well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Looking forward to the show. Looking forward to filling in for Mr. Debo Homafodi, who is somewhere around the world doing the entrepreneuring thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking so bright today. What inspired the look? The look? No, man. You, you should, you so should, you should always look the way you want to be addressed, you know? Oh. So, hey, hey, hey. So, how <laughs> would you like me to address you right now? Miss Leah. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. So we've got a beautiful lady in studio today with us. Maybe could you please introduce yourself? Just tell the listeners who you are and uh, what you do. Hi there. I'm Roxy Page and I'm the co-owner and co-founder of SassyChic.ca.za. So, okay, tell us a bit about Sassy. So we're an online boutique and we specialize in South African designers um, as well as beauty products and lingerie. Hmm, lingerie. Okay, so what inspired then Sassy Chic? Um, so I really had no intention of ever um, starting my own business, but I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. And when I was 25, my mom decided that it was time I got in the game. Okay. And um, she has never wanted to sort of sit still, and she was looking for a new project. And mm. we were sort of avid online shoppers, but at the time, there weren't sort of big online retailers. Um, and we wanted to, yeah, um, have a platform for South African designers mm. and make online shopping easy for South Africans. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of the online market or rather the digital space, mm. how are you finding South Africans jumping onto yeah. that space? I think, um, I mean, we went live in 2012 and it was slow moving, but I think the last year or two, there's definitely been um, sort of an increase in um, not only sales, but like awareness, like people are sort of comfortable with online shopping now. And I think that's thanks to sort of like the, the larger online department stores that have made it like more accessible and people are familiar with it. They're not like scared that you're going to take their credit card details and run. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, is that the biggest concern that you guys come Yeah, across? we security is definitely the biggest concern mm. for South Africans. I think they're very skeptical and um, they definitely like prefer sort of, they're tangible people. They want to see and touch it. And, and um, yeah, security is kind of a big factor, but we try and like contact that with, um, you know, we have, Payfast, which is a very, very secure uh, payment gateway and um, security certificates and stuff. And yeah, so they're getting more comfortable with it. Okay, so then who are the people that um, you want to buy your product, your target market? So we only sort of, we are a company founded by Women for Women, so we only specialize in women's fashion. Um, I wouldn't say that we're for all ages. We definitely are like a younger sort of market, but not too young. I'd say it's sort of between 25 and 40s. Are generally the ladies that purchase from us. 
Yeah, and then I mean, in terms of the in terms of the security that you guys have with regards to electronic payments, because I think earlier on in the year we covered um, similarish topic, which we, which were, which was around people buying online, and some of the biggest things that people cited that was found there was security, and it's that reinforcement. So I mean, how much? I mean, how how how? I think my, my questions all over the place, but. Do you, do you guys find yourself in such a situation that you have to do a lot of education um, out there to consumers or the target market that you have is already educated so it's just a matter of plugging them into what you guys are all about? Um, I think the majority of our target market tends to be pretty tech savvy and they tend to sort of shop online. Um, but I always sort of advise people things to look out for on online stores um, like an SSL certificate is very very important and a reliable sort of payment gateway um, and we sort of try and appease customers with like putting our suppliers um, like at the bottom of our page and stuff that it just gives you legitimacy and, and people know that if you have like a RAM account for example with a career account that kind of stuff like you're legit <laughs> yeah yeah. okay so Roxanne you're um, an entrepreneur you started a business and a business is profit based. Are you happy with the turnover? Are you um, making money as you expected? I think that, I think as an entrepreneur, like I, I think I, I'm always setting new goals and always setting new targets. So um, I'm happy for now. Okay. Uh, next year is a new year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was your vision then? When you're starting Sassy Um To be honest, I wish I could say that we had a legitimate sort of um, business plan. We didn't. Um, we winged most of it in the beginning. Um now I would say that for us, we just want to continue to do what we do. Um, we like still being an online boutique. I don't know if we'll ever be a, a big sort of department store. We like sort of having a niche market. Um, right now, our goal is sort of to develop our own in-house brand. Um, just with sort of the last couple, four years experience, I sort of know what the consumers want to purchase online. And we're sort of developing that at the moment. Yeah, and I mean, what sort of what sort of um, entrepreneurial um, experience do you have? This is it. This is it. No, this is no, this is it. This is it. I had an online sort of media background, so I kind of always wanted to do something um, online. Um, my, I always say my mom and my business partner is sort of the entrepreneurial brains because she's had businesses for years, and this was just sort of another venture. She convinced me to. Just go for it. So, yeah, that's I think yeah. The experience I have is the last four years, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a bit about the award. So that was um, the South African Small Business Awards, um, which the uh, National Small Business Chamber uh, hosted, and along with the sponsors, and um, I entered, not really thinking that I'd make it as far as I did, to be honest. Um, and then I was. Um, listed as a top 20, uh, small business. And then, uh, to my surprise, I won the small business champion, um, for 2016. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, so such a milestone. How does it make you feel? Um, I, I must be honest. I, I, I'm, like, I know it sounds cliche, but I really, really was quite taken aback by that award. Um, it's always nice, I suppose, after four years to sort of get some acknowledgement and, um, some feedback that you're maybe, aren't like you're doing something right so it's nice you know as an entrepreneur you don't have a boss to pat you on the back or colleagues to say well done so it's nice mm, okay so was it your first time entering the yes it was my first time entering um that competition nah. okay. 
Yeah, and then I mean, what? Uh, just just take us on a mind trip. I mean, in the next five years, um, what what is, what is Sassy Sheikh looking like in the next five years, according to you? Um, as I said, I I definitely want to um focus on developing our own brand and um expanding to a point that we're able to sort of offer our our customers um a more like a bigger product selection. Um, but I, as I said, I always want to keep the boutique feel of of online. Um. Because we definitely have a sort of more personalized shopping experience um, versus a large online retailers, which I don't really want to lose. It's kind of our, it's our thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, uh, I would assume from the outside, um, looking at this particular situation, I mean, if it's a boutique, um, I would assume that it's 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 I don't know, is it more intensive in terms of how many units you sell so that you and you can cover overhead as yeah. opposed to running a retail store? Yes. No. Absolutely. And then, I mean, are you, are you, are you, you, do you see yourself um, staying in that space for, because I mean, you mentioned earlier on that you don't want to particularly use it. Do you see any form or way in which you could replicate that in a bigger size or it's just not doable? Um, That's a good question. Could I replicate this? Um, Because you know why I asked this? Um, I, 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 I love that experience that you're coming with. I mean, j- yeah. I think about three months ago, I was, I was in one retail shop and over, oh, oh, uh, over a couple of years and a number of years, I've been to a lot of clothing retail shops looking for items and all that stuff. But you find that most of the time, these guys know nothing. They don't yeah. even know soap to yeah. shampoo to where the glasses are. And on this particular day, we found a lady and she didn't even have to, you know, but she started explaining material. She started explaining all these, this, this is, this is one of the large retailers. And I think that one of the, you know, one of the gaps, I'm not trying to coach you on anything, but you know, on the day, I even gave her a 200 rand tip because I actually felt like, I mean, if she could do this, how many more clients could they get in, in terms of giving that experience? And I think that it's this particular experience that you shouldn't look down on, which kind of got you guys. Um, the award and where you guys are uh, 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 looking at going in terms of the future, yeah. So, how many people do you guys employ? Um, we're still a small business. I'm pretty hands on, so uh, it's myself and my mom and my assistant, and we have a receptionist that answers our calls. So it's just the four of us. <laughs> so you're saying you started in 2012, right, Rex? Yeah, we went our our website went live in 2012. Oh, okay. So plus minus five years. I'm sure you yeah. encountered. Quite a lot of, or quite a few failures here and there. You know, can you let us in on that? Um, well, I mean, any entrepreneur will tell you that, um, you will always face challenges and that you have to take risks. Um, I believe that entrepreneurs are doers. So you can't just think about doing it. You got to do it and take the leap. And sometimes that's, um, for me, cost me and sometimes it's paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, from either stock that hasn't sold or a marketing thing that didn't really work out as planned. Um, but you learn from it and you move on and we're still here five years later. So you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Roxanne, what inspires you? What keeps you going? Um, I must be honest. I, like I said, the personalized shopping experience is very important for us. I, I, I it's pretty basic, the whole, um, buying and selling thing, but, I still really enjoy getting feedback from customers where they're like, I was really um, hesitant to buy online and we had such a good experience and this dress fits me really well and thank you so much. And, or, you know, like when you sort of um, really exceed people's expectations and they needed it by the weekend and you gave it to them. And I think that sort of, that keeps me motivated.
Yeah. So I mean, in in terms of in terms of the store, do you guys see yourself in any shape or form owning physical stores, chain stores around the country? Um, <coughs> I would never say I don't say never, but to be honest, online has always been what I what I wanted to do, and it's still sort of the retail that I'm that I believe in and that I enjoy the most. Um, even personally shopping, I I I no longer really enjoy yeah. traditional brick and mortar stores as much as I enjoy. So do you see you guys having a better advantage seeing how technology is changing? I mean, we're moving more into the online space um, more than actually physically going to the mall to do things. So do you guys see yourselves as having? Um, I think that brick and mortar stores will always be around. I think Mm -hmm. that um, traditional retailers will just sort of embrace um, another avenue in which to sell um, their goods. Um, I think that... Um, I don't know. It's it's so hard to say. I mean, even in the last five years, stuff has changed so much, and having mm. to meet customers' needs and expectations, just in terms of like either delivery or what the items that you're selling and stuff, and developing apps and you know um, collection points and all these like logistics and uh, it's always changing. So I, I don't know if I can say I'm, you know, yeah. And then I mean, um, you know what we always ask of entrepreneurs that come in is. There's always someone out there listening to you. Maybe they want to go into the same industry as you or they want to go into another industry. I mean, you're a young woman who's doing something for themselves and who's doing well for themselves. I mean, what would be your words of inspiration to this person to either keep going or to just start? Well, just that. Just start. Just do it. That entrepreneurs, like I said, they're doers. Um, You don't think about doing something. You just do it. And sometimes that kind of means... Um, jumping in head first. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't even, people have asked me this before, like, what sort of advice would you give? I, I don't even, I still think I'm so young and I, I actually don't know, but yeah, just do it. <laughs> so, how do people get a hold of you? Um, so, you can go to our website, which is sassyshik.co.za, and all of our social media handles are at sassyshik.sa. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Eh? Thanks yes, for having thank me. You. The winner. <laughs> are you sure you didn't win any money? I'm very sure. Are you very sure? Very sure. Well, while, while we while we on the short topic, I'm FNB sixty one five six five two zero two zero nine. That's for Roxanne. Do the right thing. Thank you, guys. We're just gonna break out for a song, pay the bills. Thank you to Roxanne, Sassy Shake. Thank you to that beautiful Palisa. Do you know that a Volvo song? <laughs> Thank you very much for that beautiful song. We're paying some bills. We're with the young man in studio, but I mean, before we're going to jump into him, we're going to be talking to um, an amazing gentleman, Tabang Kla. Yeah, oh Lord, I'm butchering his, I'm butchering his surname, because my surname has also been botched a couple of times, I'm kidding. We've got an amazing gentleman, he is the president of a Kuruleni business chamber, who will be, who, whom we will be engaging with in a couple of seconds. So, sir, just before we jump to this gentleman, just, I mean, um, greet our listeners. Who are you? Uzeleni la. Okay, um, my name is Nkosi Muremoholo. Um, good afternoon to the listeners of Cliff Central. Um, I'm here to promote my book, um, to tell you about my book, guys. Um, this is 
the book that I published on the 30th of December last year, but it started selling this year, March. So it has been doing good in the market. Um, the, the book title is hashtag I pray I never die broke, uh, mind power. So it was inspired by my background, uh, having grown up in a poor condition, uh, knowing how it is to feel broke and what does it take for one to survive such a circumstance. Uh, it takes mind power. It takes a, a certain information for you to survive such a, such a condition. Yeah, so where are you from, man? I'm from the Val, I'm from Vanderbilt. So I came all the Van way from... Park. Yes. Funny thing is, I went to Val Christian High. Yeah, I, I'm aware of the school. Are you aware yeah, of the school? Yeah, I went to yeah. Val. They shipped me off That's dope. <laughs> and far off. ran away. When did you go to school? Pro Arte Alphen Park in Pretoria. Hold up, hold up. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Where? <laughs> Pro Arte Pro Alphen Park, yes. Hmm. No, not Pro Art. We always Pro argue Arte. that, yes. Oh, Pro okay. <laughs> why, why is it Pro Arte? It's an art school, so... Pro Arte. The accent. Feng Shui. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like taxi yeah. drivers saying, I don't know... Um, I don't know Coming up with some Funny French word For what they do Imagine walking Into a taxi one day And then the driver Looks at you With that Zulu face And he says <laughs> I guess it's positioning as guess it's positioning ourselves. But I mean, of all the different things you could have done, man, um, why this? Just give us a snippet for people that are going to be listening in a little bit later on. Okay, why why the book? That's the yeah, question. No, no, I mean, why this? Because I mean, this is a this is more of a leadership journey that you are okay, on. Okay, yeah. Um, the thing is, um, the way I grew up, you know, it's. It's not like I'm the only one who had who has faced the same circumstances. Actually, there's plenty who are facing even more, even worse, you know. So I decided, you know what, instead of keeping quiet of the circumstances that you grow up into and where you'd want to be and the kind of information you have, uh, share it with people in a book and just compile it in a book and share it with everybody. They can throw up inspiration and get a few lessons as well, how to navigate their lives and survive the same situations that you did. Um, and then it's about... The love of business and entrepreneurship, you know, uh, this is one of the, pro the projects that I've done. Um, amongst others, last year I was uh, running a construction uh, company. Uh, we were doing a project. So I figured, you know, um, it's not a job that will give to a person that will solve their problem. Sometimes it's the information that is needed in their mind so that they can take better decisions in their life, in their lifestyle, you know. Uh, that's, that's why, you know, that's why I'm busy doing those things. You know, I do seminars. I talk with um, the communities. I help them with financial education as well, you know. What to do, what not to do in terms of this and that, you know, that's basically why I, ch I chose this journey. Yeah, and I mean, you could have written about anything, right? Exactly. But why did you choose mine? Uh, I call this my, my, my business card in a way. This is my introduction. There's more coming and there's deeper than that one. You know, there's a bit of contro controversy in the book as well because uh, I challenge the status quo as well. I ask the questions that so many people are afraid of asking because it has been the norm. It has been the how the system works. So people are not um, confident enough to question how things have, have been happening. So uh, I think I'll go deeper from there. Uh, in the next project, you know, um, I don't know, we'll see. But in the next two years, there's something deeper coming from that. Mm. So I love, I love, I love it when individuals push the button and challenge the status quo. How are you challenging it? I mean, well, we don't have time to read through the whole book, yeah, of but course. I mean, the book is in front of us. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at the book. Tell us a bit about some of the status quo that you challenge in the um, book. Um, in, we live in a world that will tell you that if you didn't go to school, you're a failure automatically. Automatically. Um, um, I, I'm a teacher by profession. So we find that in schools, we teach learners who are not at, that good in mathematics or any subjects that is recommended for them or that, their parents chose for them and because they don't do good in school the society somehow rejects them because they don't like school it rejects them that you're not you're not going to amount to anything in life but i'm saying um 
let us let us not discourage them to to say because you didn't pass mathematics or you didn't do your grade 12 you're going to fail there's you've got talents you've got uh the god-given talents you've got in the book i call it the core genius you, you've got that particular talent that no one has has been given the same you know you, you've got that genius in you uh if you look in the word genes it says genes in us so that talent has to be the core so it doesn't have to be because you've coming from school that you're going to succeed sometimes it's tapping into that core genius you know uh, um, so I also challenge the investment kind of principles that we've been teach, we've so, been taught. So I wanna I wanna jump in there. Yes, man. Oftentimes we 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 have heard people say that um, education is the key to success. So I just wanna spark a dialogue amongst the amongst the three of us right here. What do you think of that when someone says? Because I'll tell you my perspective and where I'd like to drive this to. Because from me, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that education is the key to success, but my stance is I've never seen um, a key open a door by itself. You mm-hmm, know, similarly mm-hmm. to what he's talking about, because it can't just be that certificate. Just, just that. And yes. then you do not, what, what, what do you think about that? You know, um, what you're saying is also reminding me of um, the, the, the quote that we usually say that knowledge is power. You know, um, I believe strongly that education contributes to that. It's mm-hmm. a contributing factor mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. gaining knowledge. Yes. So, um, I mean, without... Um, it, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Education is a part of that village. Yes. You know. No, I get you. You know, um, there's, there's, I think there's different, there's are two dif- different things. There's school, there's education, you know, and within the education, there's different types of education. There's traditional, there's, uh, informal, and there's formal, informal, and non-formal, you know. Those three are important. Those are the key to success or those are the key to someone's survival. Mm-hmm. But the thing here, we're questioning the schooling system, not education. Education is very important. It's, it well. is Wide education is education. Well. School is cool, and mm-hmm. the system taught in that like the system that is used to run schools mm-hmm. that is just that. It's not education, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. So people misunderstand when we say we question school. We question in school schooling system, not the education itself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. So I mean, you you said that you're a teacher. Why a teacher? Uh, I found myself. <sighs> Being a teacher, uh, I wanted to be an engineer, but the circumstances didn't allow at the time. But um, I found that you know I, f- I I I was I was a good fit into this. You know, uh, ever since uh, actually me starting to teach uh, prof- professionally and having to go through the whole four-year degree, I realized that this is the platform that you can use to to reach, especially the young generations, because you can't really go up there. They already have um, they already have. Their own, they're, they're far in life, you know. There's so many things that you can't change, but at least if you influence the youngsters, that's where. So at least now I see the benefit of be, being a teacher, you know. Although I want to go out of the system and do my own things, but yeah, I don't. I'm not complaining about being a teacher. So, so are you banking school right now? No, uh, we we had an arrangement. <laughs> we had an arrangement with my leaders. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, cool. So the first one, the second one, you're talking about um, profitability and, and, and no, no, not profitability, but shares and investments. Yeah, so the tell second us a bit one. About that. Yeah, the second one. I'm, 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 I'm a student of Robert Kiyosaki. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, yeah, I shared, I shared, um, and I shared he's, a platform with Robert Kiyosaki. I want to. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think I, where? Pretoria, where? Um, now Pretoria. Okay. And also at the, Crown Reef uh, 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 thing. 
Gold Rift City, okay. Crown Reef, okay. at the Soho Sun. They had a private event okay. there. Oh, the only time I attended his events was in a convention center in Sentin, right here in Sentin and Pretoria. Last the last one, it was in Sentin. Yeah, I man. don't know if maybe I saw you there. Now you're talking to a great guy, my man. I could be a Robert. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, that's the te- that's my teacher in terms of uh, financial education. You know, I'm I'm a good student of his work, and I love his work. You know, and when you look deep into his work, you'll find that he challenges most of the things that are um, said to be the recommended ones to do, uh, especially when you invest, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll make a typical example. He says in his book, uh, Savers are Losers. And somebody will like, oh, but everybody says I'm a save. The, the system says I'm a save, you know. But you have to understand who does it work for if you save and you have to understand the fundamentals uh, around that like there's inflation the criminal tax the cpi prices you know there's um those things so i I try to share some of these things in my book you know uh, just to give people a, a different perspective from if you go to a bank and get a normal investment advice some of this like i I usually get people coming to sell policies to me and i the questions that i ask them they themselves can answer those questions you know uh and the simple question that i do is i I ask them uh, is this a an investment advice a sound investment advice or it's just a a sales pitch you know and you you get to see uh, it was not about helping me to invest it was about them selling me a certain policy you know and i get deeper into my questions and ask a little bit of those questions you know so we just have to challenge those things so that people get to be aware what's happening around the world you know yeah so those are some of these things that i'm talking about time management you know um relationships um yeah um a, a little bit of self help material you know business as well you know and i share my story as well where am i coming from how far am i where i'm i'm, I'm willing to go and how can we solve problems in in the 21st century mm-hmm. the only way i think entrepreneurs especially entrepreneurs can survive is is by solving problems how to get successful is by solving problems you look around you you solve those problems then that's how you become successful and rich Okay, cool. We're just now going to jump into a caller that we have on the line. Yes, online we have Mr. Tabang Sanyane, President of Ekurileni Business Chamber. Hello, Mr. Tabang. Hi, good afternoon. How are you, sir? And good afternoon to your listeners. Yes, thank I'm you. I'm okay, I'm okay. Thank um, you. Well, thank you. Can you please just tell us then what it is that you do, sir? Uh, we are a chamber which is located in Eburlin in the East End. Mm. Basically, we mobilize businesses of all sectors, you know, to come together under one umbrella, you know, with a common vision of advancing the SMMEs within our locality. Okay, sir. And then when was the chamber established? The chamber was established in 2012, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with a, a, a very clear intention, you mm-hmm. know, of challenging, you know, the, 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 the skills shortages which we, we noted within our members, you know, most businesses within our uh, constituent. Okay, sir. So you are a member-based chamber? We are a member-based chamber. Now, as an entrepreneur, what would then be a point for me to, to, to join the chamber? You know, there, there's a number of things which one can benefit as an entrepreneur whenever they join the chamber. Number one, you know, you get to be on a platform 
of business people yes. whereby you will be in a position of networking together. Mm. The other thing which the chamber works very smart on is to actually assess, you know, the, the, the skills of members, especially where they will be having other challenges, mm. you know, on how to run their businesses. We create mentoring platforms, yes. training, as well as exposing them to markets. You, you know, if you can uh, check uh, today, most SMEs, especially those who are from the black background, mm. do have challenges whenever they have to knock in a very single door of a well-established company. Mm. So in, in, in many areas, you know, we, we were actually labeled leading as tender premiers based on the fact the skill of challenging the private sector in terms of the business skills that we have, you know, is very centered, mm. you know, to, to the little, you know, uh, opportunities that we know within the government. So as a chamber, we are trying to, you know, to expand mm. that uh, uh, network in terms of exposing our, our, our members, you know, to see or leading other business opportunities out there. Oh, okay, sir. No, I hear you. Which companies then, sir, have you partnered with in promoting the SMMEs? The companies that we have partnered partnered with is uh, GEP. Mm. Uh, we have Maxteel. Mm. Uh, we have uh, Old Mushwal, which actually drives this economic uh, uh, challenge in terms of business skills within our members. Mm. So then, At the same time, you mm. know, our local authority, the municipality, the LED department, mm. is also one of our partners, you know, that actually help us to realize, you know, this vision. Mm. Uh, okay, sir. So, so then going back then to, to, to becoming a member in the chamber, you know, um, what are the benefits thereof, you know, that the entrepreneur can get out of being a member in the chamber? Hello. Number one, you know, yes. a week ago I visited. Hello. Yes, yes, no, I can hear. Hello. You, sir. Yes, we can hear you, sir. Yes. For, for an example, a week ago I visited Tembisa, mm-hmm. and uh, you know where mo- some of our members are located, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I remember actually telling them about some of the government, you know, structures which are there to uh, assist SMEs. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the members basically asked me. Or Abu Chabang, I can hear you talking about gap, digging gap, you know, which, which is GEP, Gauteng Enterprise Propeller. Mm. We know for a fact, Hori, we do have all these structures within the government that are meant to assist the SMEs out there. Mara, access of information on those kind of structures, mm-hmm. you know, just to be blocked, you know, to a certain extent or if it led to a normal SME around the corner. So the, the chamber works as that, you know, special purpose vehicle to make it a point where it brings those services to the township for their members, you know. Yes. Uh, now, now, recently, as a chamber, we are actually busy negotiating with the municipality to bring business support centers around the townships. You know, instead of, you know, our members driving from, you know, your Tuduza, your Takani, your Tendisa, you know, to as far as Jobek. We are saying, let's have those centers within our town. 
and whereby you will house your SARS, you will house your SIDA, your GEP, you know, all these, you know, uh, structures which are meant to advance businesses. Uh, we, we, we want to do that. So as a chamber, I think if one has to, 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 to be a part of that kind of a structure, he will benefit a lot. Uh, besides those other sectors of intelligence, that on, you, 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 you think about things like, you know, funding, funding, uh, especially at the SMMEs. It, it has to be a challenge. But now being in a network whereby we can assess the needs of our members, it is easy for us to go to well-established companies and negotiate for our members, especially funding. So, you know, the, the chamber can add value on that part. But the other thing, we, we, we look at things like policies. Mm. That makes it difficult, you know, within the township for some of our members to do their businesses uh, at ease. We negotiate with the town council. You know, or at least they, they, they create that conducive environment that our or emptiness in the township yes. uh, get an opportunity to exercise their businesses, you know, without being blocked or prevented from really operating their businesses. That is one other advantage of being a member of a chamber. And uh, once you are in that platform, you, you, you get to voice the frustrations that you, 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 you are faced with every now and then. Mm-hmm. And through the networking platform that you create, we invite, you know, well-trained, uh, 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 you know, uh, tutors to actually give us a background on how can we really uh, uh, make the point accomplished. Yes. Now, looking at the years sir, that you have been operating, you know, um, over the years, um how much impact have you had on SMMEs? And do you, do you think maybe they, there's still uh, a whole lot of maybe improvements um, that need to be made on the entrepreneur side? Yes. Uh, you know, in the past few years uh, as a chamber, we, we have managed, you know, within our training department. One, we also have a training department which monitors, you know, the the, 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 the skill shortages of our SMEs. We have trained about 63 SMEs, you know, and uh, we have helped to register about 25 corps. But we, we don't only do that. What we do is we, we, we register them, we train them, we also put them on programs on how to run their businesses effectively. Those SMEs, I'm sure this Friday, they will be bearing testimony on how did the chamber really assist them in achieving, uh, you know, the, 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 the profits which they anticipated within their, within their companies. Co-ops, uh, you know, we, we, we have noted, and with a very serious concern, Hore, you know, you, 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 you can have a, a, a co-op, Elim Hore, Eroka, a school uniform. That is business to us. But at the same time, you do have industries that use the overall sycamore. So what we do, we train you as a co-op, we teach you on how to do those safety clothing, and we actually create a marketing platform for WEMA, whereby we will go to these companies and say, look, within the chamber, we do have a sector that deals with this, and we think if ever, whenever you need, in terms of your procurement you know, opportunities, we want to expose our members to, 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 to your company so that you can, they can be used 
you know, some 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 safety closing. So those are the other things that we are going The thing is that we have GEP as our partner, and GEP alone as a government structure, it, it cannot cover the entire Igurulene. So in one way or the other, we we have extended, you know, a, a concern. Yeah, it is needed in terms of skills uh, training within our members. And the very same platform of access to markets for Bona, uh, exposing them, you know, to those kind of private sector training lorry, they never knew or their, their, their money can be made out of them. The chamber worked very smartly lately to do that. But there's still a gap we need to fill up. You know, retole more of the private sector, you know, supporting what the government has already done for the FMEs around here, together with the chamber. Yeah, Mr. Tabang Bulelani here, and I'm, I'm co-hosting the show with Leah. Um, how are you, sir? Hi, Bulelani. Yeah, thank you. Yes, you know, I find it particularly interesting. Um, I'm a, I'm in a Kuruleni resident, and I've been an entrepreneur there for the past nine years, um, and I've I've never heard of the chamber, and you know, it, I think I think I think I, lo- I see a lot of synergies because just next week Friday at Rabasuto Hall in Tembisa, we're hosting a, a township business innovation seminar. You know. And it would have been nice yeah, to yeah. call to to collaborate with you know the the with, to collaborate with the chamber you know in discussions around the township market and how small businesses can develop and move themselves to a whole new level. And I think that one of the questions that I'd like to pose to you right now is with regards to the entrepreneurs that you guys are working with and you are developing. What are some of the biggest challenges that you find when dealing with the entrepreneurs themselves? Look, you, you are right, Onabulelani. Most of our SMMEs, uh, you know, you, you, you speak to them about the concept of chamber. Obona, it's, uh, it's a new story. Remember, we, we do have chambers in the past that used to be very, that used to be very visible uh, within the black community. Uh, by then, business people knew exactly when they joined that structure or what was their intention. It focused a whole more the retail industry. And many people in Barana de Shopo by then made it a point where they come up as a collective and save together for them who would decide Shopo Today it is quite a challenge. And as a chamber at the moment, what we have done. We, 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 we have identified a task team within ourselves. Failing for the shop. about the importance of them being part of the, the chambers within their locality. Because the truth remains, this morning I was in a meeting with a, 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 a construction company, Avenge. You know, whereby I was negotiating for our sector, Elimhor Eho construction. You know, the number one thing Elimhor Kileka Elemoa, as I was speaking to this, uh, to the chief procurement officer, thing, he said to me, Taban, you know, every now and then we walk around looking for SMMEs that we can assist. And in many cases, we don't have a list about Tubakamba. Now, 
if ever people were very aware or if they joined organized businesses and be part with ease. I speak to you right now, you have made our work very simple in terms of really knowing what there are structures they can see. Now, you go to Tembisa, you will still find out what there are structures they can uh, greater Tembisa chamber, Tebiki, you know, your... There's, there's four structures, Mara. All of them, they are now under one council. I can tell you one thing at the structure still. Uh, their main focus, it would have been distorted, that focus. So, as a, 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 a chamber, as a DT, this is what we did. They say, let's have a testimony to, to go and educate all the business people, including the local chambers that we have so that we can really start speaking as one voice yeah no no um i i definitely i won't like to i definitely see um a lot of synergies because like i said um the initiative that i run for entrepreneurial development is not a chamber but what we have done is that every third saturday of the month i gather young entrepreneurs in the township and this could be anything from about 100 to 200 yes. entrepreneurs every saturday at uh rabasutu hall or Mrting park and they just come in for free and we bring speakers like your billy silicon your dj spoo your tibo touch all these different people just to inspire them and i think i see a lot of synergies yes. with regards to that particular thing because we're not a chamber we are not member based but all it is at the end of the day for us or rather for me is to develop um, people in the township that have got a mindset for entrepreneurship that have got a mindset to find an alternative way that have got a mindset to create their own brands and create their own products because i feel like the time has come where instead of going to buy food at kfc we can develop and create our own kfcs that's the mindset that i have with regards to that and in the next five or ten years of developing entrepreneurs i feel like we need to have a black company that is on the level of your green acre or your aveng or your group five or your group four you know so I definitely see a lot of signatures there. And I think that after this phone call, I'm going to give you a call and maybe invite you to join us. But before I let you go, sir, what is happening on the 18th of November? On the 18th of November, Egulini Black Business Chamber has organized a, a gala dinner, which is actually meant, you know, to, to unite all businesses around Egulini. Basically, what we have done, we have invited the, the government sector to be part of the GEP will be there. Old Mushul will be there as our partner. And Steel will also be there because we want now to start exposing our members more who different businesses selling business. Now, we will also be exposing the entrepreneurs that were trained by ABT, uh, you know, Barbie Rabba Registrar to be, as a, you know, their businesses and those that are now co-cooperatives. Now, the main intention here on you is now to actually make it a point that within our membership, we allow our members now to get to to start getting used to an idea. You know, it's a, a, a Bible. I mean, a, a, a business transaction sitting. In a dining hall, yeah. meeting 
in, 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 around the table and really making it a point where they secure appointments for next week for their businesses to advance. I'm sure that is the other thing, Elimhori, uh, as Kilekaba lady this morning to, 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 to come to my office. In a Kilipizi, those suppliers who happens to be our partners, Ori. Let's make it a point where we, we create this gala dinner to be a networking platform. Mara. At the same time, it must leave a mark. Ori, some of the SMEs building or battle validating more. Create an opportunity for them. Ori, but it's business transactions when they meet some of your procurement officers there. Yeah. No, um, I, de- I definitely think um, I-, I love it. Um, we'll definitely be linking up with you as well, just to, I, I see a lot of synergies and you- you'll see when we talk as well. Um, so, M- Mr. Tabang, um, you know, how do people get a hold of the chamber? Basically, let me give you our office number. Uh, our offices are in Jimistin uh, at President Street. On the fourth floor, suit one. And our telephone number is 011-825-0501. Yeah. And then uh, you can also uh, log into our website, which is www.ebiki, which is ewbcci.co.za. Thank you very much, sir, for offering us your time. I hope I've got a free entrance ticket. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you, Bullet. I'll, be, I'll <laughs> thank, definitely be waiting for you. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. I'll be there. Thank I'll guarantee I'll thank be you, there. Thank you very much, thank sir. You. Thank you. Okay, thank you, man. So, brother, yeah, we're shutting it down with you. What do you have going on? When is yours? On the 19th? Yeah, on the 19th, on the, this Saturday, uh, we're launching an audiobook version. Uh, of of my book, we're launching an audiobook version. We've been in studio in Sharkville doing an amazing work in, in, in studio at GSE Records. So we'll be doing that. But this is a business event. So within the business event, we're launching the audiobook. So, but then we'll be finding speakers that we've, we've got four main speakers. Mr. Tony Dove, like I'm sure you, you've, you've seen him before in one of those Galaga Estate, uh, presentations, uh, by Success Resources. And uh, we've got Hadile Mokoni, who is the voice behind the audiobook. Uh, he had an opportunity to study abroad in the UK. So so he's got um, quite a good quality of voice and he's also coming from the township. It's about uplifting us from the townships. And we also have uh, Tabam Mashekho, one of the inspirational ladies. Um, she's 23, but you would assume she's 50 when she speaks, you know. She's quite a powerful young lady. And we also, lastly, we have Emmanuel Bonoko, uh, who's going to be our speaker as well. And then I will be closing off and doing the vote of thanks. But uh, that's a that's a space for uh, networking as well, you know, um, getting other opportunities, you know, we'll be having other stakeholders that will be presenting opportunities, we'll be having small startup companies that will be exhibiting their products, uh, their, um, you know, everything that they do, their services as well. So it's a chance for young entrepreneurs and everybody who's in business to find um, a working hand with moving into the next year. This is basically preparing them for the next year, you know, setting goals, planning very well and going to the next year knowing what to do with an inspiration, with a powerful motivation to take you into the next gen doing what you have to do yeah so i mean how do people get a hold of you how do people buy tickets for this event um they can get the tickets at the at the gate um but they can also they can also go to our facebook page africa amplitudes and then they can also go to our website where there's a booking information as well they can book from there they will get a ticket by email 
and then uh, we automatically take the information to put it into the da- database. So when they get there, they show uh, the ticket from their mobiles. Um, the, the website is www.africaamplitudes.com or they can send um, their booking information on bookings at africaamplitudes.com. That's an email that we respond immediately. Or they can follow my Facebook page or Twitter page. My Facebook page is Nkosi Moremoholo. Then I can, I can give them details about how to get to the event, how to get tickets, and everything else they will need. Do you pray to never die broke? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to die broke, man. <laughs> If but if you, if you, if you die broke is your fault, but it, if, it definitely is. But if mm. you were born broke, it was not your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. Uh, no, thank you so much. No, Kosi. thanks a lot, thank guys, you. for the opportunity. Keep on doing your thing. Yeah. Keep on pushing and keep on inspiring. No, thanks a lot, guys. Um, thanks a lot, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much to all our listeners, Mr. Bulelani. Now we're done. Um, quickly before you run away, fifteen seconds of or thirty seconds of inspiration. Um. Believe in yourself, um, trust in your faith and intuition. They already know who you want to become, what you want to become. Yes. So it might be hard and difficult, but don't give up. Um, keep pushing. But the key thing is to start. Don't hold it into your head. Start. Whatever it is, start. Then we'll get other things as you go on. Just start. There you have it, everybody. Thank you so much. No, no, much. what's yours? Don't, 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 don't shortchange it. Yes. <laughs> keep on going. Keep yeah. on going. It doesn't matter how slow or how slow the journey is, just keep on going. It's um, not about, you know, the, 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 the keep destiny. On keep on going, keep on going. Now we're just having crazy fun. I mean, we're jumping into the silly entrepreneurial season. We're going to be dancing and to say, we're going to be having fun yeah. in the studio. I normally close the show off by saying, get things done, but... Um, you know, and they don't pay me to speak. <laughs> sure. They pay me to present, but sure. I'm kidding. I mean, um, one of the biggest things that I want to put out there to anyone who's out there who's a young entrepreneur is you got to ask yourself every day you wake up in the morning, how bad do you want it? Yes. And how I break down the word bad, the BAD simply stands for boldly accessing dreams. Nice. How hungry do you want it though? Because I mean, when you're caught between, between a rock and a hard place, you got to make up in your mind that you really want it that bad. And you got to make up in your mind that nothing is going to stop you. Come hell or high water, you will ride high. Higher than the hell or the high water that is coming in your way. Why? Because your plan A is to succeed, your plan B is to succeed, your plan Z is, is to succeed, your contingency plan is to be great. Why? Because you were not just born to be successful, but you have got an economic right to exist, an economic right to be number one. So go out there and get things done. How bad do you want it, Mr. Get Things Done? Bulelani Balabala, Liang Kose. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com cliffcentral.com